Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one cuck boy, topical, political, fuck boy, Johnny G, John Gabris. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty Studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Say what up, bro. Classic nada from the Cheech Man. Also joining me is first time guest, just recently got wind of the studio after doing a show with him and he was making me laugh and also likes some of the same hobbies as me, so I had to invite him on the podcast, Ramon Rivas the second. Hello. Hello. There was a big controversy before of whether Just, I should use yeah, I wouldn't say big, but I'd say controversy. I've cried, but that's more use, about shit yeah. I'm unpacking, yeah, shit man. I'm dealing you, with. You carry a lot into every day. <laughs> yeah. It's me. I come with all the backstory, baby. I'm, I'm checking three bags for free because I'm mm. platinum status. Um, Ramon, thank you so much for joining me, No man. problem, man. Thanks for having me. You we have, met, we no, met at Drucker's uh, arcade show, yes. Shit Arcade, and that was a really fun show to do. It's very interesting to have people pay to see you not do stand-up. It's, <laughs> no. very, it's like, all right, cool. If you just want to hear me talk shit about this, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, welcome to LA, by yeah. way, the land of the bitch show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm a purist, and it's like, oh, yeah? You want to come on this one where celebrities read from your diary or it's some like, shit? All, all right, right cool. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you tell me it's this. fun though. Like it's cool. it's indicative of like a healthy comedy scene when these weird ideas have people that come to that. That's what I mean. I, I in I, Cleveland, it's hard enough to just get people to come see a show. Right, you have to like hit like four uh, four yeah. quadrants to get people to come to a show. Yeah, yeah. In LA, it's like. That's crazy that that show has people in the seats. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was f- super fun. Like, it was worth paying for. Uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there's a show called Shit Arcade in Los Angeles at Meltdown that comedian Mike Drucker hosts. And it's just comedians play the worst video games. And Drucker is a savant when it comes to video games. Yeah. Like, I think he's like a, and just, like, comedy writing in general. Yeah, he's just a fucking genius. Yeah. But he, looks, com- he looks like a baby genius that just grew up but didn't yeah. grow up. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, yeah, he's like one of those guys who's like 40 and 4 at the same yeah. time. Um, but I recommend checking out the show. And when I, the reason I want Drucker has such a knowledge because 
we're not playing. I, we didn't play shitty games I had even heard of, mm, yeah. and I'm pretty well versed. Yeah, in. I, like, like, I, I didn't even know about this fucking thing because they you don't because they're like these games like, limited release. Yeah, that are like a, weird branded content. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting like caveman games or like yeah. some like weird like obscure games but like that i'd played before but that you know but, or that you have an emulator nope britney's dance battle for the game boy etc etc which was super boring <laughs> yeah, it was mad boring just like britney spears in real life it was the I slowest game of guitar hero like yeah. ever just like hit a mm-hmm. hit a <laughs> um i'm gonna read some reviews of the show and then you and i are gonna talk about video games okay um as always, listeners, shitheads, if you rate me five stars and roast me in the comments, I will read it on air. Not on air. I call it that all the time. That's how you know I'm in my mid-30s. All right. This uh, review is called To Record a Predator by Alex Dad. I'd like to start with the highlights and progressively get more realistic. One of my favorites part of this podcast is John's uncanny ability to repeat back to his guests the exact statements they made mere moments before, almost as almost as if they are his own thoughts. This is helpful seeing as how I can only force myself to half pay attention at given moment. Jom's original thoughts, so they misspell my name on purpose, it's like a recurring bit, are as consistent as his sound levels. I'm away. We also have to thank Jamie for raising awareness to the increasingly unhealthy lifestyle of the average manatee. I play at least one episode during most first dates to assure my partner that things could certainly be worse. That being said, Jonas' life is essentially to catch a predator spec script written by Guillermo del Toro. I like that. I would have just trimmed it all down to that. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's not currently in prison only leads me to believe that he consistently eats his, all his own candy before the children are alive. arrive. The man is a human puddle. Okay. <laughs> Thank wow. you. I think the man is a human puddle, and then just that Catch a Predator spec script is enough of a... Yeah, yeah. but I, it's, it's, I hope they don't go on very many dates. I would be so <laughs> mad if a date played a podcast on a Ima- first date. Imagine? An obscure uh, podcast. Like, not even like, not, you know, like, this is cool, but like, it's not like, it's not, let, let's listen to this man. This American this, Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you, do you like cereal? It's like, hey, here's a comedian who's screaming about ice cream flavors. You want to talk to him? Mm, you want to listen to That was to probably it? a big episode, too. Yeah, that was, man. Probably Rocky Road. Yo, uh, the crazy thing is, if you did play a podcast, like an obscure podcast for someone on a first date, and they dug it, that might be That's a like, good match. That might be like you're jumping three levels ahead right then and there. But it's risky, though. It's high risk. That's a high risk maneuver. Yeah. You're like, I yeah. don't advise it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would be like, every girl would be making you listen to a murder podcast yeah. of some sort. Um, what was your your last first date was with your wife, right? Yes. So what, that what, was 14 years ago. You didn't have a podcast to play. I didn't have a podcast to play. I, here's the craziest thing. Because we were in college and you didn't re- like... Yeah, you we didn't just, have to date. You didn't have to date. So It's kind of like now. Like as grownups, you don't really have to date. Yeah, either. you're like, you want to just stand near each other at a bar and maybe fuck? Yeah. <laughs> at the end of, that's what college was like. And then that's how we met. So we w- probably went on our first date like seven months into our relationship. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> right. We were like, went to sushi alone, like two some like and we thought we were so fancy because we were in college and we we're yeah. like, let's go get I had never even had sushi. That's how I knew I was gonna like this girl. She was like um, let's go get sushi. I'm like, raw fish, gross. I'm yeah. a fucking guy. She's like, no, trust me, it's good. I'm like, yo, this is mad good. Yeah. <laughs> I get sushi is the one of the, and I still think like I'm being fan. I also think I'm fancy when we eat fresh vegetables because growing up, we only had canned. Oh, yeah, can- shit. yeah, no, that's real, man. Yeah, my wife was like, did you never have, and I was like, no, we had like 
shit in bird's eye bag or cans. Yeah. She's like, that's disgusting. And I'm like, Man, that's Fuck. what your fucking family does when they can't afford to buy shit that might go bad. Yeah. Her parents were both like cooks. So that oh, was important yeah, to them. All and, I'm like, about yeah. That, yeah. and I'm like, what are you kidding? Now, I we had sandwich night like four nights a week. Yeah. My parents were both employed. So I just had to like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you make this shit. Learn how to cook for yourself at eight. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> Actually, this is a, I'm not even going to read any more reviews. So as, because nah, we just have a natural segue. Um, Ramon, uh, I was the same thing. My parents both worked. My mom was a nurse, so she worked late, and my dad worked nights in TV um, in the city. And so we would be home alone after school, and like Nintendo and that's, television yeah. were our babysitters. Like, that's mm-hmm. all. Um, and so that that's always like how when we talk about video games on the podcast, we often go like, I like to, because I, I can clock my life by what video game I was playing at the time. Oh, yeah, you know for what I mean? Sure, We're yeah. like, oh, sophomore year of college, fuck, dude, NCAA football nonstop, mm. you know, like 20 franchises or whatever. You can always just like pinpoint, like, I remember the, the summer that was WCW versus NWO uh, mm. for 64. Um, but. You were like a latchkey kid. If you're making yourself dinner, are you, uh, are you? Do you have video games at this point? Yeah, like I always had. I always had video games. Like I had regular. I had Atari. I had regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo. So like I never had the whack system. I never had like a Jaguar. Me neither. I didn't get the Sega Saturn. Like my parents always like hit. You- we were practical. Like your parents were like, you can get one, and then you weren't allowed to get one for enough years to where it was like, no, you got to understand the new one is actually better. Yeah. Like Super Nintendo is very new. It's like we couldn't get like... Sega because we had Nintendo. Yeah. So we kind of accidentally same. picked our branch right right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I always had that. And I would, it was funny because my dad would always want me to be athletic, but I wasn't. So like we would bond over kind of just playing games. Like I remember. <laughs> Uh, for Genesis, there was that uh, X Men game. And oh yeah, I was on vacation and I bought it for myself when I was w- with my mom in Arizona, and my dad had bought it for me at home, so we just had two copies of it. <laughs> uh, that's but like awesome. that's that that and comic books were kind of how he we bonded. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't have a very particularly good relationship with my dad, but I one thing. Uh, well, he's now passed, but one thing we did do was play x-men the arcade game together because our bond was movies he would take yeah. us to the movies or the beach depending on the weather and uh because he was work nights or he was home yeah. in the, we only really saw him in the summer because during the year we we'd be asleep when Super, he got home yeah. yeah or at school yeah yeah or he'd sleep while we left for school um but we fucking uh played the x-men arcade game together uh, the, like i think the day we we're going to see t2 yeah and i was like my dad i never saw him like give a shit about something like that you know he like got involved and he was like i gotta be wolverine and yeah. then like the next time we went to the mall he's like i brought 20 dollars. we're gonna beat x-men nice. i was like yes dude yeah me and my dad uh <laughs> we, be- we we beat that at six flags in chicago one year we spent like way too much money <laughs> Uh, and like two hours. That's so through. awesome. Yeah, it was cool. What kind of, if you don't mind me asking, we can take a bunch of tangents on the show yeah, yeah, also. Yeah. What kind of dude was your dad? He Because like played video He's games. He's like, cool, like he was always like a cool dad. He's all my cousin's coolest uncle. Yeah. Uh, but like once you hit a certain age, that's kind of a weird position to be in. To yeah, like, you don't want your dad to be cool. You yeah. don't want your dad to be anyone to even know who he is. No, yeah. so like, you know, he like, and it manifests in the way like when I was in elementary school, my friends would come over and he would kind of wrestle around with them. It's like, oh, cool, that's a fun dad activity. Then like middle school kind of still do it. Like, oh, okay, that's still cool. And then like high school, it's like, oh, this is kind of weird. And then like as adults, he did it and it's like, oh, okay. Now you're just two dudes fighting. Yeah, uh, is, he, is your dad, like I picture a guy who's like a ball buster. He's like, get the fuck over here, Ricky. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's a very like, joke. Like he always tells me that like, 
like he wishes like he had like he his brother tried to get him to go do open mics comedy open mics but he would never like the one time he got the gumption to do it they were like oh you have to sign up in advance and he never like tried uh. again uh but he was always like that kind of charismatic dude um him and my mom like kind of split up when i was in elementary school for a year and then they got back together then they got divorced like from middle school to high school they were getting divorced so like it was always interesting to like just see both sides of like oh my dad's cool but oh, oh my dad's also kind of like cheating on my mom a whole bunch <laughs> yeah. and then like my dad's really cool to my friends but for some reason my mom's not digging him yeah, currently. yeah, yeah. and yeah. then like it manifested like my sister wound up having three kids with a dude who's like kind of similar to my dad without any of the redeeming qualities or humanity uh so she he has three kids that are same age by another girl and he's just a real like shitty dude so like but now my dad's great again because he him and my mom are so like my house my family's like this weird house of cards leaning on each other and the (laughs) the basis of the house is the kids right just trying to like keep do as much for them as possible. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. So they're so they're civil with one another. Yeah, yeah. Great. My parents yeah. get along better now that they're divorced than when they were together. Oh, yeah. Which is that you makes know, total sense. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's weird too. Like my family, we're close in proximity, but we don't like talk a lot because you know, like they yeah. would, they would, they showed our their love for us by working and making sure we didn't go without things or right. like you know if we wanted something we were able to get it not immediately but like they would come through in the clutch right so it's just like you know they weren't able to spend the time with us which sounds like your parents were saying like they're working yeah. they're giving you yeah the type of thing but like as a kid you'd kind of want the other way like oh, i kind of just want to sit and play video games with my dad right or right, like right. you know do yeah. dumb shit but like yeah, or like let's go to the fucking uh, i hear everyone's going to the pool with their parents after yeah, school or whatever yeah, yeah it's like oh i've been working since i was like 15 like i didn't have like any fun <laughs> right, yeah see, <laughs> yeah i was like a babysitter from like 13 to 15 and then like second i got that like work permit 16 i was fucking Pizza. working for the parks yeah, yeah exactly just immediately fucking working mm-hmm. uh the one thing my parents did do was like force me to be a lifeguard because they were like you're a good swimmer and that's a good job. And you'll mm-hmm. always make the most money out of your friends. But it meant like a, always having, never having a day off in the summer. Yeah. And then I like came to like, that ended up being like a huge part of my development. I was like, this is the best advice I ever got from my parents was like, I also made loot in summers for like yeah. the first, and I would be able to like go back to school and not take jobs in college yeah. until I was like needed more money for, yeah. you know, the things you need money for in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> until I was like, oh, I got to start dates. bartending because I'm running through my lifeguarding money in yeah. one month of drinking. <laughs> now that i live alone and eating three meals a day at fucking takeout and restaurants yeah, yeah they don't prepare us for that no. college life yeah now. not having like a stable like uh parents home at night does not prepare you for like you're like oh shit i yeah i'll just eat fucking a can of something every mm-hmm. fucking night yeah Let, let's get back to video games before i start crying yeah <laughs> my bad no, okay. um what was like the first fucking game like great game you play like what's the game that you thought was like oh shit i'm gonna when you're a kid you just have so much time and so much energy to focus like Uh even in your mind you're like oh i remember like going to sleep thinking about the game and then like waking up in the morning and being like right back downstairs to be like i know i know what needs to be done because i've been thinking about it yeah what um, was the first game that like activated that in you i feel like the Zeldas, because I would see my dad get really into them, so I would like want to do them too. But the first one I got like super invested in was Chrono Trigger. 
Oh, and yeah. like that came after I had played the other games. Like I enjoyed playing those, but like the whole RPG. That's when I got like super into RPGs, and then like after that was like Final Fantasy VII. Oh, but yeah. like for me, Final Fantasy II is the same thing. Yeah, that's what it did it to me. That's my game. I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Halfway through the game, the world ends and the characters change, and it's R- it's RPG. So it's like everything I love about fucking yeah. dragons and swords and shit. It fucking activated so much in my brain. Yeah, yeah. it was it was great. But like, um. And then, like, I feel like, mm, yeah, the Zeldas would be the main from every system. Right. Which has RPG elements. Right, and, like, and it has the epic fantasy kind of thing, yeah. sword and shield and magic and shit, which yeah. is always, for some reason, appealing to kids. I don't mm-hmm. know. I've been obsessed. With, like, that's what got me pretty much, my like, the second I got a taste of what Dungeons & Dragons were, I was like, no, this is what I like most. And yeah. It's like I just chased that in video games all the time. I remember my cousin moved from Korea. That's when I first got exposed to, like, Dragon Ball Z, and he had, like, the the mangas. But then he also had, like, a game of it for, like, regular Nintendo, and it was uh, it was an RPG. I didn't know what it was. I didn't. I couldn't read anything, but I played it and beat it and, like, figured out how to turn Super Saiyan. It just runs through the Frieza saga. But, like, I remember, like, I remember doing that before I ever saw the cartoon. That's fucking crazy. That just goes to show you the power of, like, uh, a, when you can, like, hack a video game where you're like, all right, I figured out how to beat a game where I cannot read. RPGs Anything. are so based on reading, and you just cannot read one thing. Yep. I just, well, I hope I just made the right decision. <laughs> right. And then you would, like, I remember being a kid and just, like, systematically being like, nope, you die if you go that way. Start over. Or, like, mm-hmm the best example is Tony Hawk. It was like, I think I Tony Hawk pro skater too. I was like, I think I can get more points. And yeah, you're just like, and you just zone out. Yeah. And you're just like doing the same level, like hundreds of times and even maybe the same exact moves. Cause you're like, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, Oh, but now I got to connect those with a manual. And it's yeah. like, you're like this in hindsight, that sounds so, that doesn't even sound fun anymore. No, no, but it would be with like, if you got it again, like if they made a new skate. Yeah. Such a good, like just, time wasting game right you just fucking cruise cruise cruise. yeah i I love i fuck i mean i try to like my nephews are really into video games to to the point where they will watch youtube videos of people playing video games they'll never own or play so it's like a weird that's big now that's big now that's super big now. like so many people watch footage of game like gameplay footage or like a person playing a game i know twitch is like a whole medium mm-hmm. built on that yeah but that's fucking wild like i can't wrap my head around it but then i think about it and like i watch bullshit on youtube and that mm-hmm. i fucking that like that, yeah. that, no, no everyone else would be like what is this shit you mm-hmm. care about yeah like, but the kids um what the fuck was i gonna say your nephews watch they're so into games oh uh but i try to tell them that like i'm like you should like find something else to be super into i'm like because i love video games but i also spent a lot of dumb money on them and i don't have anything to show for it (laughs) so it's it's funny to like they're the same. They're literally wired to say they don't want to go outside. They just right. want to play a game. They, when we, my, they and just you're like maybe like um, take up like a second language or yeah, like, or yeah. just like try shit because like video games will always be there. But like let's yes. find some life too. Video games will always be there. That uh, they've been part of my life now for twenty five plus yeah. years. I yeah. mean, I remember like you know you said your college game was NCAA. I remember my freshman year, I went to a liberal arts college. Uh, like a small like is denison down by columbus ohio 
and like Halo and Madden were like the what everyone was doing, and like people legitimately like failed out because <laughs> all they did was play Halo. My freshman year was the first like the internet was not good like yet it was like 99 when i graduated or 2000 when i graduated high school and the internet was you had like 56k but you can get on there and and like look around but you couldn't yeah when we got to college you got that fucking t1 line and then on top of it you had like a LAN. and then i was like playing age age empires 2 conquerors like all yeah. the time on my computer and fucking i get there and they're like oh you play age empires you should play with us sometime I'm like what do you mean with you and they're like we can all sync up our computer like these kids who knew how the internet worked yeah. and i was like wait what yeah. and i would be playing like on and that was like like you're talking about i found like that you can party every night because you don't have a parent there to make mm -hmm. sure and you can get to these bullshit classes and then you could fucking play video games all day long in your free time it was like the worst combination of yeah i'm not good when left to my own devices no, no. and not i'm just at that like point. yeah i just will fucking sit down at this computer to type and then just immediately start going on heroes of the storm or something like they'll get on blizzard game and start playing or watching fucking netflix or porno like yeah just, it's very easy <laughs> to spiral out of control yeah do you have to like impose any limits on your gaming, the one small thing I have is that I try to only be into like one game at a time. You know what I mean? Um, now I mostly I try not to get games that I will get lost in. Does that make sense? So yeah. like I get like so I I'll play. Yeah, like right now I mostly play like NBA 2K because right. like I can just pick that up, play a little bit, put it down, yeah. go on about my day. Um, right, but if you're like fuck, I gotta figure out how to get twelve. Yeah, like uh, if I buy, Lions, yeah, buffer, like yeah. Uh, my buddy lives around the block and he has the Nintendo Switch and like he was playing, I played Zelda over there a couple times. Like, oh, if I had this, like this is all I would do. I know, dude, the Switch especially, I would just Uber everywhere, yeah, and just, and be just playing play shit it. in the car. <laughs> it's it's crazy how like convenient. Because when you look at it, like you used to have to go spend quarters at a specific location to play a video game, right? And it's transitioned <laughs> all the way to like now. I mean, they're on people's phones, they're right. on people's like everything. It's yeah. The Switch is pretty fucking dope. It to me, it like feels like if I like the ultimate road comedians like partner because yeah. like uh, like I remember like I love video games. I I never really did a bunch of touring. It was always be so sporadic, but. When I met this comedian, Jeff Dye, we worked on a project together, and he's like, I'm like, are you an Xbox or a PlayStation guy? And he's like, oh, I'm an Xbox guy. I have two Xboxes. I'm like, two? What does that mean? He's like, well, one at home, and then one in a case that I bring with me around the country when I'm touring. I'm like, oh, and I'm speaking on Jeff's behalf. Maybe he doesn't play anymore. Maybe yeah. he's got a new image he's trying to keep up. But that was one of the... When I heard that, and I was like up and coming, and he was doing better than me, I was like, he made yeah, it. that's going to be me. I'm going to have two systems, one yeah, for the road. <laughs> Yeah, man. And now Switch is that. You come home, you just plug it in your hotel TV, you can play it on planes. Yeah. You play fucking Zelda on a cross-country flight while charging now? That's mm -hmm. fucking gangster. Yeah, man. Ah, fuck, dude. I remember when we got Game Boy on our first drive down to Florida. That was like how our parents sold us that driving was better than flying. Yeah. Like, we'll let you play Game Boy. You used Boy. to have to have natural light to play a video <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> you didn't need it on your TV to play, but for uh, some reason when you got it, you're probably like, it's, th there's no backlight. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Apron, baby. Come on, guys. If you don't know what Blue Apron is at this point, 
What the fuck are you doing with yourselves? Blue Apron, you know, they get you your fresh ingredients, recipe delivery. It's very easy. I am a giant idiot, a human Labrador, a bull in a china shop. And thanks to Blue Apron, I can cook dinners that look dope as hell. Look, if you're a what basil pissed basil pesto chicken with summer vegetable panzanella sauteed shrimp and green beans uh whole grain pasta miso butter salmon there's that miso butter love that meatball pizza with fresh mutts cheese and charmed tomato dude imagine making a fresh pizza for a sig other for a friend they think you're a baller um I'm still obsessed. I had a, I had a, I made a Blue Apron burger recently, and it just blew my mind. Uh, not to mention, normally my wife does the cooking, and I'm in there just kind of helping or sous chefing. But with Blue Apron, I can kind of run the show because I know I, I can follow directions. I don't need to like remember how to cook. So I'm sort of in charge, and uh, that's huge in my house. Anything that swings the power back in my direction. Um, so. It's less than 10 bucks a person. You get seasonal recipes. It's like um, hunt all different local farms, fisheries, ranchers. You know what I mean? Uh, you, there's no waste, which is huge. Remember like throwing away produce on Friday that you got on Sunday at the farmer's market? You're like, shit, we ended up working late and had to throw out all this kale. Well, now you don't have to throw anything out because they give you the right amount. All right. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash mighty. You'll love how good it feels, tastes, create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash mighty. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook, y'all. Get on it. Oh, I remember like those two button games that were like mm. huge. Where it was, but they like, were so intricate. Right. There was, a, there was such a depth to their simplicity. Right. Those games that were like the the screen can only be described as like it's a digital watch yeah. where it's like black bars come and disappear. But then you're like, I am playing Flight Commander. You know, you're mm. playing elaborate games where really the only thing you could do is push buttons and blink lights, and they would convey fucking like stories and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still am a really big fan of like most of the soundtracks of video games from my childhood. Oh, like I, I I can't wait for the day when like like they really go hard. Like like hip hop beats and shit just start like getting like heavy into like some Donkey Kong Country type of shit or <laughs> yes, some like dude. Ninja Gaiden. Like there's a lot of just like they're very simple. Like uh like mike tyson punch out had a dope like i don't know oh yeah dude no i'm with you on that i would listen to that fucking mix mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah where's where's the girl talk for fucking 8-bit games yeah let's that get it be- someone out there one of your fans is probably that yo person. come on shitheads come through come make a fucking mix CD. yeah i don't even know i'm so old i'm like send me a spotify playlist i don't even know how to do anything soundcloud you can drop box yeah soundcloud drop box it to me <laughs> Um, well, I have a UPS uh, account, so if you need to hit me there, know what to do. You could just mail me a tape. What What was it about Chrono Trigger that hit you so hard? Because that was a game I never really played growing um, up. I, it is on like my list to play when I get an emulator. I really liked that because my cousin had beat it, and I borrowed it from him. And there was a new game plus, so you could start it from the beginning, but with all your powers and shit from the last game. Oh, so I did that the first time. So I'm just like running through that bitch, like. Like killing shit, <laughs> but it's a game that has like multiple. There's multiple points where you can end the game, so you can go fight the last boss like at eight different points. So, uh, so it's up to you to like and it's how, up to you and how like, much you want to build yourself. And up. there's so there's different little pivot points where like if you do this, you can access this character, but if you don't, you 
something happened. So like, there's just a lot of those little, a lot of replayability. Yeah, a lot of replayability, and then that's kind of the same thing with Final Fantasy VII. It's like, yeah, you could beat it, but it's also like you can go fight these weapons. You can like just master these material things. You can do Chocobo racing. Like there was like all these right, like right, right. games within the games. So you're that's like, how, oh, that's how I felt about Final Fantasy too. It's like. Will you chill, Artie? Guys, if you're hearing jumping in the background, Artie wants to get on my lap. I think I gotta let him do it. He's being so fucking needy. That's how I felt about all right on the dick, dude. That's how I felt about Final Fantasy too. Um, I was like, oh, I didn't beat the bad. I didn't beat the bad guy. It's like, oh, I gotta go back and get some of these shit and do some of these side quests mm-hmm. I saw before. Like, what is in that treasure chest? Oh, I, I don't know how to get to it. Now I'm like, then you go back and you gain levels. You're like, oh, I gotta get this one last piece of armor to make Edgar so powerful. Yeah, yeah. and I fucking love. There's something about. I'm not like a neat person or an organized person, but something about games like that where it's about like optimization, like triggers some sort of OCD. Yeah. And I, and I have like a stoner OCD where it's like the quickest way to do the dishes or the laundry is like, make sure the quarters hit here first, push, press. And I'm like, I'm really saving myself 30 seconds, but I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. The fact that I'm doing it so much. When you streamline shit. Yeah. When it's like, oh no, babe, I have a way to do laundry that will save you almost one minute over yeah. the course of every load. She's <laughs> like, what? And I'm like, there's something about video games where you're like, oh, if I get this guy to wear this armor and his regeneration's this high, oh shit. And then like, you figure out that like perfect blend. Yeah. There's something like to it that's like, when you figure out the best sandwich, like you figure out like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the dopest you know, oh, this configuration is of burritos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's uh, I've been watching my buddies play this game. It's for computer ba- battleground, I think it is. Oh yeah, or uh, PUBG, Player uh, Unknown Battleground, whatever that is. I don't know what it is, but it's like it's like Hunger Games status. Like they kind of just drop you on an right, island. Right, like drop a hundred people. You're a team of four or whatever. Man, yeah. that, that game is PUBG. A, that game is like hits all the like because you drop down, you got nothing. Then you got going to houses and like pick up guns, and you got to find like book bags to like put equipment in. Right, and you, you can like see people. Like and then the map just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So you just wind up get. It's very like anxiety like i get anxiety from watching them play oh, and then like imagine. when i play i'm just like ah. <laughs> like literally that's a terrifying game to play stone is if the walls are closing in yeah <laughs> but it's it's also just kind of cool to like look at this i don't know i love a good game that i could watch someone else play like mm-hmm. i like Sometimes with like me and my buddy Dave would with Skyrim would be like, hey, you want to come over and get high and we'll just like show each other our characters? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And it's like, oh, sick. Look what you could do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Show me more. (laughs) Dope. Oh, that's how you beat this. It's funny when you like a game is so good or you're you like it so much that you could. I guess that's the way kids get obsessed. Like. That's why you would watch. I guess I could see myself watching video of games. Yeah, I really like. it's like, it's it's entrancing, and then it's interesting to um... <laughs> what were we just talking about? Oh uh, <laughs> no, pop quiz. We were just uh, listeners tweeted us what we were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I was oh. gonna say uh, we were talking earlier about how these weird, like you know, truckers show has an audience here my buddy in cleveland started doing these 
like Mario Kart parties. So like you kind of like have a weird setup at a bar and like you can play competitively against, you know, however many cool, people. Cool, like how like there's sometimes a karaoke night or a trivia yeah, night. Yeah, but it's just drops ba- built around Mario Kart and it like got a base and he does it pretty regularly. I could imagine that's such a fucking so cool it's, idea. It's interesting that like sometimes the game is so within pop culture because like, you know, there's a whole generation of people that fuck with Mario Kart. Yes. And... It's it's interesting now that like video- there's probably you could say several generations because like even I played Super Mario Kart but never really played later on mm-hmm. but I would still be pumped to play any because Mario Kart also the dynamic never, never really changes, changes. yeah, yeah like there's you something shoot special. Ch- yeah yeah you can like just pick it up if you've ever played mm-hmm. it it's and, almost like a sport in that yeah. way and, <laughs> and then like home video games killed arcades but now. There's barcades, which right. is just arcades you can drink at. Right, which it's was the just, smart move. That was just arcades in the eighties. You just kept putting a brown back. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's interesting how things just kind of come full circle. Like the uh, in in Cleveland, like all our malls died. Like first right. the malls popped up and killed like the like Mom downtown shopping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then the malls died, and then now there's a there's a place a, where you, there's no, you don't need to go to a mall anymore when one store has every store. Like yeah. oh, why go to the mall when Walmart has, has the mall everything. inside of it? Yeah, but, but there's a there's a thing called the Cleveland Flea, which is this woman who puts together like a bunch of just like independent people who like make their own jewelry or foods yeah. or like all these different things. We had that in Brooklyn too. And they yeah. have uh they take like once a month like 10,000 people go to this thing and I'm like eventually you're going to buy an old mall. <laughs> right. And, and we, be a mall. It's just going to be like a hipstery <laughs> it's mall. It's just going to yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny how things just kind of like life the life cycle of things is very like eats eats its own tail that's really funny because you you i just someone uh, this is such a stoner thing but i saw a tweet the other day i can't attribute it to whoever um but they said um i can't wait till people start bundling all these streaming services together and then realize they just invented cable (laughs) like if you're like yeah with this package you can get netflix amazon bubble it's only 59.99 a month it's like well actually for 54.99 a month we'll throw in hbo go and it's like holy shit that's cable all over it's just cable (laughs) except you don't get shitty channels you just get what you want hipster flea markets are just gonna be uh, strip malls Mm -hmm. it's all the same shit. it's all the same oh that's so funny and fancy restaurants open up chains now Mm -hmm. like uh and, and then that's going to eventually be full circle and McDonald's will be like a fucking sit yeah. down, like, <laughs> white club restaurant. Um, what are some like video games? Like I love when you said like I can't play a game anymore that you can get lost in. Because like when we say stuff, we mean more like with our chosen career paths or even whatever your career path is, you don't want to wait. Like you, you, need, you need to be a little more productive. Yeah. I and can't. you have the time to fucking blow a whole day playing video yeah. games. You're like, no, I need to do meetings and food and whatever yeah yeah so like um so what other like do you have any other uh like rules or philosophies or like i always i always got to play blank or i try to like what i'm trying to do is my uh my nephews and niece back home have a playstation 4 and xbox one and i have an xbox one so i'm trying to get my shit together so I can get online so we can play shit together and like twitch things together. Oh, okay. So like just kind of like you know because when whenever I'm home they just play video games and just sit like we're just around each other silently. Yeah. But it'd be cool to like be able to still connect with them across right. the country. Yeah, and if it's like if you're both gonna be playing video games anyway, why yeah, not why not knock it out? Yeah, it's pretty um, dope. I like I still on Heroes of the Storm and when I used to play Diablo I had like some friends I, from back- Diablo. I love yeah, Diablo yeah. some of my friends from back home in Long Island we would be like 
all right, they had real jobs though, so they'd be like, it's 8 p.m., let's play. I'm like, hey, it's 5 p.m. here, and I'm still free. Yeah. <laughs> I got two hours before my wife gets home from work, let's go. Yeah. And it's really nice. So now we started taking to FaceTime audioing each other and fucking headsets and plug it in and just chat the whole time we're fucking yeah, playing. And we don't have to worry about hearing anyone else and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Tiffany's, my wife will come home and she'll be like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, me and Sanford, my best friend. I'm like, me and Sanford playing video. And she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, and it's like also okay that I'm playing because it doesn't sound like I'm wasting time and it yeah. feels good because I'm connecting with old mm. buddies. And it's like, fuck, this is the, that's the future because yeah. you don't go over people's houses to play anymore. Yeah. So it's, like, it's nice when you do like, I, you know, my friend lives around the block and we go over there, smoke, play video games. Like there's a weird little, uh, like cooking game. Like, you're just these little, like, emoji-looking people, and you just, or me-looking people, and just run around, it's like, button-mashing, you chop fruit or vegetables up, then you put it in the pot, it cooks it, and then you, like, put it on plate. Like, it's just weird, and you just serve these orders, and you just get lost. Like, we played that game for, like, four hours one day. And it's just like, oh, this is cool. Like, it's fun to, like, we were just talking shit to each other, and just playing this game, and just... Oh, man, I miss fucking playing in person, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you ever go to that, the, like, Barcade or Button Mash uh, or whatever? I went to, uh, a friend of mine here had a party there, so I went to that. It was okay. Like, most of the games are always, like, half broken. Right. Or, like, they don't live up to what they were when you were a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, Galaga sucks. Yeah, <laughs> so, you're like, oh, this sucks. Or, like, oh, the Ninja Turtles game is literally the X-Men game just with, like, a different layer over it. Right. Or you'll see, like, those games that, like, you can literally pick what game you want, like, Bad Dudes or oh, yeah. Double, Double Dragon. or but, And yeah, you're like, like, oh, it's the same. Right. <laughs> exactly. They're like, how do you want us to dress this up for yeah. you? You want to play Bad Dudes, Double Dragon, or River City Ransom? Or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah. but what sucks is there's one in Cleveland, and I tried to take my nephew there one day when we were like bouncing around to like record exchanges to get like used games. We, I was like, oh, let's go to this arcade for a little bit, and like they wouldn't let it. It's 21 and up only. I'm like, this is video games. Yeah, like, video games are for kids. Don't serve him booze. Yeah, like it. we'll be fine. <laughs> well, like, you know they serve booze at a TGI Fridays, but my fucking nephew can come in and eat a yeah, quesadilla there. Just, and the quesadilla is probably more harmful for him than a video game. It's just it's just funny how adults take things over. Yeah, that are supposed to be for kids. Yeah, dude, it's like some like Pink Floyd esque shit. It's mm-hmm. like, no man, the fucking straight the the man is taking video games away from us. <laughs> adults, man, hip young hippies is where it's at. Mm-hmm. What game are you playing now? Um, you said you were playing. I'm uh, playing 2K. 2K. Uh, I've been going over there and playing that Battlegrounds game. Um, we'll play WWE wrestling as like you know three on three or three on three against each other, four against each other. Oh, that's dope. Um, do you have your? Uh, are you wrestling as Ramon Rivas? No, I just usually use like different people. Um, oh, you don't uh, make your own custom. No, because it's not my game. It's someone oh, else's right, game. Right. Um, and I just, I, I, when I got my Xbox out here, I went to the store. I was like, I'm going to get some games. And I was like, you know what? Let's just get 2K. I yeah. got that. I got Madden. I don't even play Madden anymore. I have uh, Tiger Woods. I don't really play that. Like, I just have things that, like, I yeah. have, but I don't really play. Right. And you're not trying to I'm not trying to like a bunch of video games if, to play. If them. something, like, is, like, super duper dope, I'll, like, contemplate going to get it like i was gonna get final fantasy uh 15, 15 the newest yeah. one yeah but i just bought it for my nephews back home instead and then like yeah. i figure at some point when i go they won't be playing anymore and i'll just borrow it yeah like, oh, it. you guys are tired of this yeah i'll, take I'll, ta- I'll yeah. take it i'll take it off and I, and you get the credit for being the cool uncle yeah, yeah, yeah. The video game, so i know? tried to like 
you know, I since I I moved to LA in September, I was, you know, like I said, I was close with the kids. I was like a positive male role model, even though yeah. I was high and unemployed most of the time, <laughs> just because like their dad was so shitty. So I yeah. try to like still be there, like when they want something, I'll like get it for them. Or like when I go home, like I'll just try to like Come hang out with them, and shit, like it's yeah. just expensive to like feed three kids and then like oh you want games okay let's go and i'm like you know just <laughs> yeah. like to like i just i just i know what how how cool it feels to like get what you want when you're around that age you uh know? dude because video games have always been so expensive mm-hmm. always like now like it oh it always feels like they go up just the right amount that no matter what age you are or what decade it is it always feels like it's just a touch too expensive. I and then they like, retain no value. Right. And like Nintendo games, like growing up, my mom would be like, $30? What, what are you going to do with that? And I'd be like, no, I need it. You have I no idea. It, now it's like yeah. 60 bucks, right? It's like standard mm, for a video game. Yeah. Or the special editions can get to like 90, 100, yeah, just so you 100. Unlock some dope sniper yeah, rifle or like, some shit. Uh, it's, it's weird. But like my. That's just to fuck with like spoiled kids, right? Like, because mm-hmm. it's like the same thing with like those in purchase in games. Like, I've been playing fucking Heroes of the Storm and I refuse to spend real money on yeah, it. Yeah, it's like no, so I'm, not. I'm not spending any more real money on it. Um like I support Dia- I support Blizzard. I buy all your games. That's how I support you. But I'm not gonna start buying shit. I'm gonna earn the gold or the experience. Yeah. If I wanna buy that cool skin, I have to hold out for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> this is me sounding like I'm trying to pretend like this makes I me have. a responsible yeah. person. But I'm talking I'll invest my time, <laughs> but not my money. Right. And then if you like do the math on like your hourly rate, you're yeah. like, Oh shit, I spent a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, I spent a lot of money on that thing. Yeah, uh, that, that's the thing. Like, they're I'm I'm trying to be more responsible. I still enjoy video games, but I'm trying to like I'm also I've been thinking lately like maybe I'll take the Xbox back to Ohio and just leave it with them, and that way I don't have that's one less thing that I can dick around. You know, right. like you said in the, when we first got in here, sometimes you'll sit down and you'll just sit down and do work and now i'm on youtube now yeah. i'm on facebook now i'm on porn now, right. I'm, now i'm playing video games like now right. you're just now you're just not doing what you set out to do yeah and you're like uh it's been a very long yeah. time by but accident. it also helps zone me out and keep make keep me from realizing that like maybe you should be sad right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah there i mean if you aren't going to actually be productive not having anything to do could really be counterproductive yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could just be sitting there going how come i'm not getting any phone calls or emails about yeah. my career hmm. yeah. <laughs> let me read this book and it's like instead you could be like oh i got nothing to there is something to like i have nothing to do tomorrow is can be a sad sentence when we're people who need who need to be doing something to get paid yeah and you're like i got nothing going on tomorrow you're like cool i'm gonna put in some serious hours on this exactly. game exactly yeah, now yeah, it feels yeah. like i'm using my time i'm gonna re- rebuild i'm gonna rebuild this basketball team right I'm right it's do, like we yeah. gotta make a couple of trades and do a couple of uh invest in some younger players but mm-hmm. i think we're gonna be good yeah mm-hmm. it feels good like it does feel good as a time filler in that way yeah yeah where you're like oh f-. like when my wife goes out of town for an extended period of time, it, it does get a little lonely, and I'll just be like, all right, I'm going to straight up buy a game, and then that's what I do at night. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, when we normally would be watching shit or cooking together or something like that is when I'm just like, four hours of Injustice 2. <laughs> four yeah. hours of Injustice 2. Like, four nights in a row, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that was 60 bucks that kept me uh, kept me not sad for four days. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, it's <laughs> worth it. 
So that's the. They're, Wait, am I describing feeling a void? By the yeah, way, yeah, they're, they're great. They're great escapes. They've always yeah. been great escapes. They're right. you know they're they're there to make you uh, fine with the fact your parents are both working. <laughs> right, right. Now that I literally haven't put that together yet, you just did for me. We're talking about it's a great time waster. It's a great way to not feel like your mom and dad aren't home for four hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a and there's a com- there's a comfort in that. So it's like a very. I don't say ritualistic thing, but it is something that feels like familiar. And there's like, no something nostalgic about. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you feel, do you feel that your like upbringing playing so many video games it's affected your, like for me, I have no problem sitting for like sitting, lying, shifting or whatever, but for like. 12 hours oh and it's yeah. like my wife is like we need to go outside i'm like no let's watch another episode she's like how could you just lay there all day i was like, like oh no i've been training for this <laughs> yeah exactly this is what my body's <laughs> built to do yeah. is to sink into a couch for a fucking I'll, day i'll do that sometimes like i'll do it now where like i'll set the controller down on my all right i'm gonna go you know run to the grocery store and run to the dispensary and i'll put my back helmet on and i'll sit i'll do something on my computer real quick and then i'll like oh let me finish this trade and i'll just sit down I'll start doing that, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me just finish these playoffs. Like, oh, okay, let me just do this draft. And I'm like, oh, I've just been sitting at the crib for two hours with my bike helmet on, just <laughs> inside the house. Your neighbor's like, it's that special it's kid. just a special guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the big, the big child, Ramon. In mm-hmm. there. <laughs> so it it is one of those things that like, if you don't, if you're not able to like, I'm I'm aware how much I enjoy them, so I'm trying to like temper it. Like right. we all love jerking off, but you can't jerk off all day. So I'm no. trying to go at it with the same like. <laughs> right, like, I'm trying to apply the same shame to playing yeah. video games, <laughs> uh, and it's hard because they are more acceptable. Mm-hmm. And like, if my I don't want my wife to walk in on me too in deep in a Heroes of the Storm match, but I definitely don't want her to see me jerk off. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and, a and little... been, I mean, and I we she has, yeah. <laughs> but under a, I don't want to be. I don't want her to see what I'm jerking off too. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's the most the biggest. Which is oddly the heroes game. Yeah, <laughs> fully hard being like, oh, I fucking got level ten. <laughs> yes, the ult is here, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Why is weed so? There's a couple of things that are so kind of go in common with video games. One of them, obviously, being marijuana, mm-hmm. and then the other half of it is like this new. Like, I forgot who said this the other day. It's like, I like to play video games. I will never call myself a gamer because gamers have, like, ruined playing video games, right? They've, like, I feel like, or the vocal ones have yeah. ruined it. Like, now it feels like scumbags are yeah, aligning under the umbrella of video games. Well, it's 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 like the, the girl who's like, I'm quirky. I like comic books. It's like everyone liked comic books like you know how superhero movies are now like it's just become such a mainstream like even chris hardwick like he's the nerd he's a nerdy dude but like nerd is what is yeah in just, right we're now all like yeah like techni- doctor who is popular. technology like video games are always at the cutting edge of technology they're right. always so there's always just this weird niche like i like tech i like video games i like this i like that and it merges together right and you see like it's so infused in pop culture like the uh, comic cons and the things that used to be like kind of these weird obscure like nerdy video game people there are now how that's where they launch movies is where they like do panels for tv shows so it's kind of just gone from being like the weird kid who like you don't have friends all you do is play video games to like now you're like hey come over my like my nephew goes to video game club 
Like he takes yeah, that, that into school and oh, like plays so after cool. school. I mean, like your favorite NFL or NBA athlete plays fucking video games. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a it's a common ground, yeah. um, which is cool. But it is weird to. I mean, guess people are finding each other via yeah. video games now. It feels like with connectivity, but it feels like so, like some bad dudes have found each other via yeah. video games. Well, and, yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, uh, I the stereotype of like the fat, lazy, stoned gamer. That's me. I'm in that. Yeah. I'm in that window. I'm not in the one who's like, I can't believe these women are making video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't Which is just a dumb, <laughs> just a dumb stance. Like I and and that and that's the 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 bad side of video games is the isolation of it. Right. So if right. all you're doing is sitting at home playing this game and you don't go when you do go out and try to talk to people, you're awkward as fuck because right. and you it's don't like know. Social media is kind of like lets you just talk to people over Twitter or in forums and then you can only, and and just over playing while playing video games. You don't need to like I think obviously you can lose easily lose a layer of empathy. Yeah. Where oh, for like, sure. Yeah, like if you if you have to say something like that to someone's face you remember um this is very obscure, but you remember that movie Toys with Robin Williams? Yeah. And how like they'd like they're playing these violent video games and like, oh, this is great, but then like you're just like controlling shit that's actually killing people. Or yeah, you're like, no. yeah. like that's a real that's probably a real thing happening right now. Does that right, make sense? Like, yes, yeah. Uh, Drones are pretty much yeah. video games. And yeah. it's it's funny yeah. it's funny and sad to also the plot to ender's game is that yeah. too. yeah it's funny and sad to just see kind of like where it's going and know that it's not gonna stop because yeah. it always can get better and will get better and like now it's almost like they have to design new tvs to go with these games and then like oh well now we got this game that like oh it's just yeah. weird now like, oh vr is coming out we'll wait till games really dominate vr yeah oh this like that's like Games and porn, video games and porn are, have always pushed the boundaries of technology where it's like nope. the second something comes out, it's like, hey, it's called uh, high-speed internet. Porn's yeah. like, cool, we can get you movies to jerk off to. And video games are like, Real sick, you can connect with your boys and uh, play Call of Duty. And then it's like, yeah, we got these HD TVs. Porn's like, shooting it in HD. Video games are like, great, 1,080 megapixels. And then every time there's like a big leap and bounce, surround sound, cool, our games are this. Porn, you can, the VR, it's like, put on a helmet, fully immersive. It's like, POV porn it's like video game like they always just keep pushing and they're the first people to really jump on all that mm -hmm. stuff so uh, i guess that comes with the bad too of the top like yeah. jumping on <laughs> those there's, that bandwagon there's a duality to everything in right, life though right. so it's just figuring out the balance right uh but as far as like weed with video games i just feel like you know it goes into the the late the built-in laziness of like i'm sitting here all day people assume when you smoke weed you're lazy too so they just kind of go together right right, uh, right even though like i smoke halloween and i get a lot of shit done yeah i do a lot of shit and then i will i am capable of doing nothing i have yes. the ability to do nothing i have the power as i call yes. it to my fu fully my relax body my choice <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's hit the streets with this mm. march <laughs> take back the night <laughs> take back the couch um this is such a tangential thought, but like it made me think about it with people who have like screes against video games they hate or like people who tweet back at your podcast. It's like there's always something where you want to just be like, 
You know, you didn't have to go see that. Yeah, movie. like why? Why are you listening to this, what you think might be a bad podcast or like what? Yeah, or what like, do you get out of being petty? Like I run into that a lot. Where like people people are so focused on like what other people have or don't have or are doing or not doing that right. they're themselves like put that energy instead of complaining, just do something yourself. Right. That's kind of what like led in, in Cleveland, like. I didn't like how the existing comedy festival ran. It felt like kind of like an open mic, like a bringer open mic contest. Yeah. And so I started running my own accidental comedy fest. Like this is the sixth year of it. But instead of just complaining and talking shit, like right. I just was like, All right, I'll just do my own thing. And right. I re- it's very difficult. It's very challenging, but it's also like complain about it or do something. Right, right, right. You don't have to go out and make a new video game, but maybe write about the video game that you do like yeah like promote that fucking get more people to play a game you do yeah. i never like in movies it's like this is garbage and then it's like i'm gonna go see it and i'm gonna hate it like i do that too but i don't need to like for fun but i don't need to fucking tell yeah. the director of suicide squad that i thought it was awful and it's it's interesting because it's interesting this generation developing because like my nephew like a, my oldest nephew he's very very into video games does the video watches the videos of people doing stuff and he's so reliant on reviews of things he will he will get mad when his sister wants to watch what is known to be a bad movie he's like why do you want to watch this they say it's dumb like i don't want to like and he's so like this this person said it's bad it's like no you need to experience the things yourself so it's weird like now the culture is getting to the point where like my opinions matter my opinions like you used to have to like do something to like validate your opinion right that makes sense like yeah i don't care who this like crazy person may or may not yeah i don't even care what like professional film reviewers say about movies yeah it's like so i'm definitely not gonna listen to some fucking talking head or 15 year old who also does hairbrush tutorials and there's some terrible movies that i'm i love fuck yeah like that's most like that's kind of the fun of films is like you never know what's going to connect with people or connect with you and the same with video games as all those bad games we played at drucker's place there were some kids that that game was ever everything right right and i i know i've been playing bad video games Mm -hmm. like um it's not a bad video game but it was not worth all the time there was a game for neo geo at the pizzeria (laughs) say no more yeah exactly yeah exactly (laughs) neo geo says it all but did you do you remember Windjammer, which was like the frisbee tennis game no it was like you just threw frisbees back and forth across the net but like but you could just throw with frisbee right like that's one of those games that i would be like well i could just do this but you can do like cool slams and throws that blow the shit up whatever but that's exactly it it's so bad and i spent so much time and money quarters like active money Mm-hmm. And I wasn't hanging out at Super Pizza until I was like 14. So I was like in high school blowing money on a game that I knowingly wasn't enjoying. But we would be like, you want to play Windjam or something? It was like, okay. And I'm like, fuck, what was that? And then I realized, and then I just liked the idea of playing video games with friends. Yeah. And I think that's, I was using, where did I start? Why did I start this? Oh, because I realized I enjoy seeing a bad movie in the theater because I like the process of going to the theater. Mm. I enjoy watching some bullshit. Like, I can't believe I've never seen this movie lying on the couch that's randomly on Cinemax because I like to lay on the couch and watch shit. And so I can get a little layer of enjoyment. I don't have to hang my whole fucking experience yeah. on the actual content. And I like, so that's like for video games, some video games, I'm like, like, 
I got into involved in like flash games for a really long time on uh, like browser games. And like if someone walks in on you playing that for like hour three, someone meeting a significant other or a coworker or something, you're like, Are you have you been just throwing monkeys throwing darts at balloons? And I'm like, Uh huh. <laughs> it's like holy shit, yeah, no, that sounds insane. But I'm mm-hmm. like, this game is not tickling it's doing something for me that I can't explain. Yeah. yeah. It's like fucking uh, the rat just clicking the buzzer, clicking, giving me the yep. sugar cube. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there any games coming out that you're looking forward to? That you're. I haven't out? even really been paying attention, man. Like Dude, I try to, I try to rely. We should have on... done this. This we should change the title. Of this make this like a video game anonymous support. Group. Yeah, well, I, think I don't know if it's anonymous. Skill. Like I, I yeah, it's certainly not anonymous. <laughs> here, 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 here's what it is. If I had money to spare. I would be all up in what game's coming out, whatever, whatever, But like we were said, they're very expensive. I'm on like a super duper budget here in LA. Like most of the time, I don't know where my rent's coming from month to month. So like I kind of can't be like, oh, I really want this game. And then like don't have the money to get it. Right. That don't that don't help me. Uh, <laughs> so I try, I try to always like not want things I can't have. And then right. hopefully that that will change within right, that the makes next sense. set a period of time, and I'll be able to like treat myself to some shit. But that is something like historically, like what I spend my money on, it has been video games. Yeah. Since I started doing comedy, I invest that money into myself a little more. So I was like, buy a plane ticket, buy yeah. a fucking uh, laptop, buy a camera, Uber, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that type of thing, because. Yeah. You, you just, I have to make those sorts of irrational decisions instead of video game based ones. Right, right, um, right. Yeah, and it, it is one of those things like a double-edged sword. Buying a video game, you're like, shit, I'm out 60 to 80 bucks that I could use to like stave off having to get a real job mm-hmm. another couple of days. And also, tomorrow I was supposed to sit down and write jokes or work on uh, a new something, and then instead I may now burn nine Burn hours. nine hours, yeah. yeah. But then it's also like, oh, do I want a game or do I want to go get some weed? I'll go yeah. Get some <laughs> yeah. yeah, I found that that makes the games I have that much more. Right, I could play any shit. I could play a phone game mm-hmm. on the toilet, high as fuck. Snake. Yeah. <laughs> that game takes a different turn when you're playing it on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, you just made me think of weed is the my ultimate vice. Despite all my other vices, movies, this, that, the other thing, if you want to call them vices, mm-hmm. uh, weed is a like uh, amplifier of all those. But I will. When I was trying to, I was trying to drop pounds. I was like, "All right, no more drinking, no more carbs." And people are like, "Well, if you don't smoke weed, you won't crave anything." I was like, "If I don't smoke weed, then I'm, what the fuck am I doing yeah. this all for?" <laughs> so I was like, "I'll eat salads and get high and be like, reward myself with weed is the only thing I'm allowed." Mm-hmm. And I was able to do that for like three months. And the shitheads, the listeners are gonna go like, "Oh, you always fucking talk about this and you never get back on it." Yeah. But it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, I can keep." Weed is the last thing that needs to go from my yeah. like, w- w- mental health or whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. So I'll give right. I'll give up video games. I'll give up this. I'll give up that before I give up. Fuck. I'll give up going to the movies before. Yeah, I, give up I did that budget. in the in the beginning of the year. I identified uh, weed, sex, and like meat as things that I had like a. In, but like when I was sad, I would pursue those. Like I would go eat something. <laughs> I would go you know smoke. I'd do try to have sex. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I'm going to cut something out. And I cut out meat. So I went vegetarian for three months, like you said. And I lost like a lot of weight. And, uh, and then sex uh, came up. And, sex came, and yeah, so things kind of came, came back in. And then I'm like, all right. And then like I was, <laughs> I was out to eat with some of my friends. And I was eating, I wasn't eating meat. And I was sitting there eating. And my one friend was looking at me. 
And I'm like, what? What's up? She's like, I'm just sitting here watching you turn being a vegetarian into a fat man activity. Because <laughs> I had fried vegetables that I was wrapping in the table bread and then dipping in ranch <laughs> and then eating. And she's like, just eat meat. Like, just be happy. Like, what are you doing? So I'm like, all right. I I'm did that shit in college. Me and like a college roommate were like, dude, we're going to go vegetarian for a week. And I just ate grilled cheese and french fries at every meal. And I was like, I feel like shit. And yeah, we're like, feel- vegetarianism is stupid. Yeah. Like, we didn't even have vegetables. And my buddy, my buddy Tim Cornett, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, fried Oreos, not a meat. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I fucking love fried Oreos. Mm-hmm. You should get that shit at the San Gennaro Festival, that and the Sausage and Pepper Hero. Primo. Um, well, Ramon, our time's almost up here. Let's uh, wrap it up. Where can people find you online? Um, online, you could find me uh, at blazerramon.com. B-L-A-Z-E-R-R-A-M-O-N. Man, that's a like triple dip right there. It that's is. A it's great... wrestling. It's sweet smoking. And it's... <laughs> I, I like in a bit I saw of yours once you do like, uh, my name's, uh, my everything online is blazer ramon because i like to wear suit jackets yeah i wear a lot, I wear a lot of sport coats <laughs> yeah. and uh cracked me up that's 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 my website that's my social media and stuff um if you're in the midwest uh at the end of the month labor day weekend i'm doing accidental comedy fest if you go to accidentalcomedy.com, you get info on that that's a festival that you uh started a few years ago yeah i like started reaction- six years ago so like it started as a stage at an existing music an arts festival under a bridge and then like now this is six this is six years later and it's at the comedy club in town which is like a half mile from under the bridge but like not moved that far but like kind of a big difference right like, right uh, legitimately moving on up yeah legitimately one of the best clubs in the country's hilarities like gave me the whole week and like gave me a budget that's like bigger than they would have normally but like smaller than like a huge act and i I like got to curate a whole fucking week of comedy at like my home club so it's cool and then like i've been kind of like just peppering around is that why it's called accidental because it kind of started out yeah like the first so the first year i did the stage at that music fest and then the second year i was doing that that week i had like neil hamburger and kyle kanane booked at spots Uh. so i filled in the gaps called it accidental comedy fest and then every year since then just kind of been oh that's dope so you're going back for that yeah, yeah so i'm going a- back for that and then doug benson's coming and doing doug loves movies ron funches is coming uh dulce sloan megan gay just like a bunch of like oh, dope so like a good a good like couple like big headliners dan soder and then like a lot of like you're mid- naming some of my favorite yeah comics, mid-tier yeah. emerging people yeah and like i've been getting it around the industry and like comedy central sending a rep and like um couple agencies are sending people Dope. so it's cool to and like, then you're also getting homegrown cleveland people that you know are still people good. like yeah. so the the comics that help produce the festival there's them there's a couple other local cleveland people uh i stumbled on the 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 mathematics of it as i do a wave of invited people who are just people i meet in my travels and then i have submissions for the last like t- dozen to 15 spots so for those spots we had like 200 submissions from around the country and like a lot of really good ones so like it's gonna be like a nice crop of like there's people i hadn't met before hadn't heard of and or from cities where you have cities i'd like i've never been to right and it's cool to like see that like just this thing that i started doing because i didn't like i wasn't getting festival myself i didn't like the way the existing thing did i was like i'm gonna do it my my own way i'm gonna try to be as artist friendly as possible so like rent out the hostel so when you come you have somewhere to stay i get like hospitality shit from like different 
people around town. So like got food for you, do breakfast. Like it's like a nice, like enjoyable, like I just want the people who take the, the artists who take the time to come to Cleveland. I want it to be enriching and worthwhile. Right, and then tough. the same thing for the people who come to watch the shows. Like there's a dude who drove up last year from one of the Carolinas and he drove, he got a hotel for the whole weekend and he just kind of came to every, got a pass. He came to every show that's and it was sick. like, that's, that's cool this is to me. This is for. That yeah, that's yeah. what I miss about Cleveland is like I ran so many shows and had that vibe going that like I saw people go from like fuck buddies to dating to engaged <laughs> to married to having kids. Like I saw that whole trajectory just from them being being part of this fabric, this community, which is cool to like you know, from a kid who fucking spent all his time playing video games and like <laughs> always had friends, but like was always kind of stuck working or yeah. like having to like whatever. It's cool that like now I can kind of still not have to talk to people, but like bring people together to like yeah be around and have fun. It's yeah, cool. that's fucking awesome, man. Well, that's the accidental comedy festival. So if you go attend it this year, and if you're a comic listen to this, submit to it next year. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, all right, thanks, Ramon. As always, I'm John Gabris on Twitter. No H's in John or Gabris. Um, uh, rate me five stars, roast me in the comments, buy a shirt at gamers.com slash shirts. And, uh, if you're into action movies, you know, I spun off part of the podcast to do action boys on Patreon, nice. track it down for $5 a month. You can hear reviews. The last movie we just did was, uh, tango and cash. I oh. think people will fucking enjoy it. Nice. Tango cash. <laughs> I could do that all day. Bye shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast.